What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia Podcast. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. One more day until football. It's been a few days without it, and I can't tell you how much I am itching for more. Week one's here. Came and gone. Week two, here we go, baby. Uh, I don't know if it can top week one uh, because, man, that that was just an amazing week. Uh, great way to introduce the NFL season, the fantasy season, and we have so much to talk about tonight. Uh, Keenan, my man, how you doing tonight, buddy? Doing good, man. Good, doing great. Um, you know, week two is going to start off with a bang tomorrow with Casey and, and the Chargers. Um, so we should probably have a really good game there and hopefully keeping this mo- the momentum rolling here as we as we roll into week two. Yeah, man, they've done really good so far with the primetime games. Um, so I can't yeah, except for that. Sunday night. For the, except for that's the Sunday night. I was struggling to stay awake, and it's and I thought it was gonna be a high scoring game. It could have been. I mean, at least for Tampa, Tampa got in the red zone like four or five times and kicked field goals. Um, but yeah, it turned out to be a a snore fest. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, I definitely think I turned off uh, majority of the second half. Uh, House of Dragons Bad. was on, and I I had to get onto that one. A little more important if. Uh, if you know when I when I can't watch football in week one, and I'm sure a lot of people felt it that way, you know it's a problem. So hopefully the Cowboys can figure it out, but it probably won't happen for at least another couple months. We'll get into that. Uh, that was Keenan. I'm Antonio. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Follow me at Antonio Denisi FF and Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six. Make sure you be checking us out on YouTube. Smash the like button, hit subscribe. Let you know when we're on. Uh, most of the times so it's going to be Wednesday the whole season. So right about this time, each Wednesday, you can look forward to us being here for you live on YouTube uh, and on Twitter if you happen to get on there, too. Um, But if you're listening, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, we'll get episodes out for you. And, uh, you know, we're going to dive into a lot today. So uh, we're going to recap as much week one as we can. We're going to go on overreactions. Uh, I got a few questions for Keenan. We're going to go over our stresses and impresses. We both did uh, really well uh, this week. So hoping to keep that momentum moving forward. And uh, we're going to dive right into it, Keenan. There's some sad news going on this week. We have some injuries. Uh, we just alluded to Dak Prescott. Hurt that finger of his, man. Hurt that thumb. I don't know why his hand just can't stay healthy. But my hopes and dreams of CeeDee Lamb being the wide receiver one this year slow, uh, quickly went out the window. So wh- what are your thoughts on the Cowboys yeah. and Dak I, the one thing, even before the injury, the thing I noticed was they don't have weapons. They, can you name a wide receiver outside of uh, C.D. Lamb? Not Gallup because he's Dude, hurt. I mean, we need, I was yeah. say we need Michael Gallup to come back. Like, they, yeah, you're right. They really are left. Cooper Rush has nothing. It was, it was bad. I'm like, who is this? Who is that? I'm, I mean, even like the running game was struggling. Elliot and Pollard, like they, you know, I knew I knew the game was gonna be a joke when they called that double reverse trick play, the second play of the game. I don't know if you remember it, and then yeah, C.D. Lamb lost like eight yards. <laughs> yeah, and like Tony Pollard, like just like threw it up to him, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be one of those games. I'm like, I'm like, this is this is a joke, but um, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with Dak. I'm He's a. I always said he's a great fantasy quarterback, and that's what our show is. But I never thought he was a good NFL quarterback. 
um, that you could win with. But I always thought he was really good fantasy because the, the Cowboys usually find themselves behind and there's a lot of garbage time where he's throwing the ball 40, 50 times and getting a touchdown, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to get you, you know, 20, 30 fantasy points. Um, but if I'm, if I am a dynasty owner of, of Dak, I'm done. This is it. I can't, you can't, I, I like to only have one quarterback um, on my team for all teams. And I drafted Dak in a guillotine league. I drafted Dak in a, um, a redraft league. I have Dak in a dynasty league. And I'm like, this is it. I, I'm waving the white towel for Dak. I, 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 I you can't trust him. And also, he, this is his throwing hand, right? Yeah. He hit so, it on a helmet. Yeah. So he's going to. So how when do you when does someone come back at a hundred percent when they have a plate inserted in their throwing hand? Yeah, and when you got to grip the ball. Yeah, to grip the ball, and you got to come and, back in four you know, Jerry, weeks. Jerry, right? Jerry Jones is crazy not putting him on IR. I mean, well, you know, I mean, he's not crazy not putting him on IR. You don't want to waste the roster spot, whatever. But just crazy to say that he could be back in four weeks. I just think that puts a lot of pressure on Dak, and. It almost I, – I kind of didn't like to hear it alluded to the fact that Cooper Rush will be there four to five weeks minimum. And that really upset me because I thought Jimmy G did make an offer or, uh, you know, Case Keenum, get some type of a quarterback now, that can but help, but it's just not going to happen. They should have got a good backup weeks ago, months ago for Dak. So they can learn the playbook just because you're trading yeah, for the first time. Just because you're trading for, you know, Jimmy G or whoever doesn't mean they're going to be good because you got to learn the playbook. How long does that take? You got to develop chemistry with players. How long is that going to take? All right, move on from that. Yeah, we'll move on. Dalton Schultz, uh, he might be something good. Um, we'll see how that goes. But um, it's been really depressing. Speaking of depressing, Eli Mitchell. Didn't do well. Hurt his MCL. He's going to be out for eight weeks minimum. I, and Jeff Wilson is the darling of, of waiver. I think overpayment on it. Mean, everyone's overpaying. I don't – I'd rather get – I'd rather take the rookie. In waiver. Oh, I, um, T – what the heck's his name? I just wrote, I just put his, put his name down here. Um uh, Dave, Dave Price, right? Is that his name? David Price? Davis Price, I'm sorry. I'd rather, I, I'd rather oh, stream Davis, him and get him. Yeah, I'd rather take him, I think. I think I feel like they drafted him for a reason, you know, and and honestly, it doesn't matter who, who, the, who the running back is in that backfield. It seems like whoever it is, it just they just become a fantasy darling. Yeah, and San Francisco, we talk about it all the time. Shanahan's always super efficient with his skill players. So I, I, I've invested into some Jeff Wilson shares myself um, just due I to the spend, opportunity. I couldn't, I couldn't spend a fab on them. People were going – I saw I saw, I saw 55 <laughs> out of 100 today. I'm like, whoa, no shot in hell, man. No shot in hell. Yeah, I – <laughs> I got him for cheap. Uh, I want to say it was about uh, 14% of my fab 
which I did consider cheap for the position that he's in and being week one, and you're going to have him for at least seven weeks. But, you know, people that are afraid of him are afraid of injuries, and I, I can't I can't jump. I can't jump on that boat when you know he's guaranteed some type of workload and has done it before. Uh, you know, there's that on 49ers, they're just continuing their injury issues. George Kittle, he missed practice. He's out again. Probably going to miss week two, in my assumption. Uh, that's horrible. You know, we talked about him dropping in, in some drafts, so it's a good thing at least. I think that uh, you didn't have to invest a top two, three round pick for the most part this year, but he was at least a fourth, fifth round pick. That's big. Missing the first two weeks. Big Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. George Kittle. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Yeah, but George. um Yeah, I sorry for the I, I didn't even know folks. I didn't even know he was injured <laughs> until recently. Until last week. I'm like, Oh, he's injured. Great. Um but <laughs> Yeah, why don't you pop out and come right back in see if see if that breaks fix the connection. We'll talk about George Kittle a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you got him in a fourth fifth round, you should be blessed. I mean, if you got a, if you took George Kittle, if you had to take if you if you drafted him with a second round pick, it, it would hurt a little bit more. Where, like Antonio said before he dropped out, um, you got him in a fourth or fifth round. It doesn't hurt as bad, um, but. I mean, there's a couple of good tight ends out there you could stream. Um, I know O.J. Howard had a great, great game this past week, surprisingly. Um, he had two touchdowns. Um, I know Antonio loves O.J. Howard, but that's a, that was a good stream. And I think I think, um, I, I think, think his workload is going to pick up as the season goes on. And you don't have to waste any, any, any fab on O.J. Howard, obviously, even though he had that monster game. And also um, Everett from uh, the, the Chargers. He is he is a fantasy stud. I've been saying it for a couple of years, um, and now with that Chargers offense, everyone's getting love. Um, and, and now Keenan Allen's banged up a little bit. I don't think he's playing tomorrow, so I think they're going to have to include him a little bit um, Everett more in the passing game. Welcome back, Antonio. Can you hear me, Antonio? Yeah, I think. Uh... I can hear you. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I agree with you as far as, um, you know, a lot of the injuries uh, coming through. Um, sorry, I caught a little end of what you were talking there. But, um, you know, speaking of uh, Keenan Allen being out, you also have Godwin injured his hamstring. That was scary uh, coming off his ACL yeah, I thought, injury. I thought it was his ACL again. When yeah, it happened. so did I. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Jameis Winston, um, he missed practice. Butler's yeah, going to be out. Um, you know, we have a lot of injuries. Sorry. What Higgins, oh, with, with yes. a Higgins with a concussion. A couple good news, though. We got Kenneth Walker, who's playing against the 49ers this, this week, and J.K. Dobbins was a full, uh, full go at practice as well. So. Um, I'm expecting both of those guys to go um, this week. Uh, that DeAndre Swift in- injury came out of nowhere, ankle injury. Um, look, keep an eye on that. Um, but it seems like DeAndre Swift always has a great week one or week one and week two, and then something like this happens where he where he has to deal with the season. Um, and then uh, Buckler, Buckler, Harrison Buckler. 
uh, who kicked that field goal <laughs> with a broken ankle. Was it an ankle that he injured? And he kicked. He still kicked a fifty-yard <laughs> field goal or something. Uh, um, I, I was, I was impressed. And, and he shortened up his, uh, his uh, approach, I guess, by like a step or two. And I'm like, oh, he still booted that fifty, fifty-some yards. <laughs> it was dedication. It was dedication. Yeah. He's so good. See, special, He's so good. The special, the special team coach was pumped up. <laughs> As he should be. He did his job right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about some uh, some winners and losers. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll catch up with some of the injured players. Um, again, sorry for any technical difficulties. I'm not sure what we're running into this evening. Um, T. Higgins as well, diagnosed with a concussion. Hopefully, he can get better. Uh, but a couple winners, Keenan. Christian Kirk, you loved him. I, you loved him. We both loved him. I mean, we well, we yeah, yeah, right. And what, 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 how many targets did he get? 12 targets? 17 targets? Was it? 12 targets turned into over 100 targets? yards. Yeah. My man or, got, yeah. got the bag. Yeah, yeah, 12. Yeah. He got, he got the bag and now he's, now he's, uh, producing. I mean, I mean, that sunshine's, uh, Speech before uh, game, the game must have pumped them real up. I don't, I don't know if you saw that video that the Jags tweeted out. No, I did not. <laughs> it, it's he, um, like, I did not see that part. I'll, but um, he goes, guys, just, let's, let's guys, let's play with some swagger. Let's have a little bit of fun out there. Let's let's do this. It was so like mellow. I'm like, I'm like, man. I'm so glad Josh Allen's our quarterback because when he gives that pregame speech at the Bills suite out every before every game, I'm ready to go run run through a wall. And my man Sunshine, he just <laughs> I don't know, he just it's just his personality, you know, just giving him some shit. Yeah, New California style. Not that he gives, yeah, well, they're both California, cares, but yeah. and not that he cares what Keenan Jim G has to say about him. <laughs> he might, man. Uh, I love Christian Watson. Dropped dropped a 75 yard touchdown. Um, he, he, he had four targets. You don't normally see that through, through rookies from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think there's a chance he really could become something later in the season. Well, I would definitely keep him stashed. This is where I disagree with you as a winner. So he had, he had that one big drop and he didn't see a target. He didn't see a target till the fourth quarter. They had to get him involved in the running game before um, Rodgers got him involved in the passing game again. So I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how I feel about it, about him. I just don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to develop this trust with, with him or um, who's the other rookie that they have. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Oh, I, have, I have him. Romeo I have Dunn. him on a million. Yeah. I have a million. I, I have him on a million teams as well, but it's going to take some time. I think for them to, for him to gain trust in these, in these rookie wide receivers. This is why AJ Dillon got so many, so many targets, so many catches, so many yards. It, uh, Rogers is going to the guys that he trusts. And I mean, even Cobb got so many targets. Cobb's just an old man out there, but he got a lot, he got a lot, a lot more targets than I thought he was going to get. Um, and then Aaron Jones as well. That offense struggled unless Aaron Jones or, or AJ Dillon had the ball. Yeah, but those you know those four targets were in the fourth quarter, like you said. But that was when they really needed to score, so they tried to switch it up. Hopefully, they can figure it out um, because Aaron Jones scares me. 
he's I mean he scared me before the season, but he really scares me now with uh the little usage that he was getting and especially in the passing game. Yeah. Well let's let's jump into uh, your boy How here. Do you feel about Aaron Jones. Oh, let's oh, we'll go back to Aaron Jones. Um Oh yeah, I love Saquon. No, Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about Aaron Jones. All right, all right, all right, all right. I, I do, I, I do get where everyone's coming from. I think eventually that's Dylan's backfield. I really do. Um, but I still think Aaron Jones gets his. They paid him for a reason. I think he's just going to be more of a slot guy. He's not going to be in the backfield as much because Dylan's going to be back there. And if he plays in the slot and he's on the field, as long as he's on the field, I'm fine with it because he's got to get his. He's going to get his touchdowns. He's going to get his catches. Um, it's going to be – it's going to be a – I think it's going to be similar to, like, the DK and, and Lockett situation last year where DK would have one good game and then Lockett would have a good game. Um, so it's going to be frustrating if you are Dylan owner or an AJ um, – or, yeah, Dylan or Jones owner. Yeah, I concur um, with a lot of that. And, yeah, you know, talking on Barkley, I mean, I a, a big, bold prediction was that I, I thought he would come back and be a top back. And he, he looks at it, man. He he was he was something. They, they need to center that offense around Saquon. It's what they've been trying to do for a couple years since his rookie year when he blew up. And this might be the year they finally can because Daniel Jones had – Almost no connection with any wide receivers. No. Um, Galladay. Galladay's. I, I. I cannot understand Galladay and how his career became what it is. Still making sixty yeah. million a year. It's. It's. It's amazing. It's. It, it's literally amazing. I traded um, McLaurin. McLaurin for freaking Galladay two years ago. Because I. How I'm great Galladay. It looked amazing. It really did. And then I'm like, and then I drafted Gallaudet in a couple of year in a couple of redrafts this this year in the last two rounds or whatever. I'm like, he's gonna have a bounce back here. He's gonna, you know, he had a bad year last year. He's gonna bring Dable in. He's gonna be there. He's gonna be their go to guy. Get two targets or two catches. I'm like, what the? You know, it, I, I was so mad. I dropped him today yesterday when I was doing waivers. I'm like, I'm not even gonna. Lose sleep yep. over this guy anymore. Kadarius, Tony. He, well, did, uh, yeah, Tony had Tony had. He was on the field stadium. for the first. He was on the play on the field for the first play of the game, and then they took him out. Dude, I don't know what what he's done wrong. It's a, I have to assume it's something with an attitude, something off field, because that seems to always be the issue with him or has you know the history. But man, I was really looking forward to him. Doing well. There's a lot of hype about him at camp. Don't it's understand. also shock. It's also shocking because Robinson got hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had they they had again virtually like God did nothing. Wanda Robinson got hurt. Uh, Sterling Shepard had some targets. So like, what's Daniel Jones Ooh. doing? Well, Saquon. Yeah. So Saquon's gonna be a big benefactor of this. Hopefully, they can get themselves together. Uh, Javante Williams, AJ Brown. You know, two guys that were looking great in their new roles. Um, hopefully, a lot more to come from that. But how many? How many? I really don't want. How many catches did Javante get? Twelve. I think it was eleven of twelve. That's amazing. Yeah. 
It was crazy. I took the over on his receiving yard prop of 19 and a half yards. That was my. What did he get? What did he get? He finished with like 70. <laughs> he had he had, he hit the yeah. over in like the first two drives because or first it's, not, or it's not it's not it's not it's not going to be a 19 this week. I'll tell you that. Yeah, the Seahawks. Uh, they gave up like 200 more receiving yards to running backs than the next closest team last season. And this season we wow. just saw how they did. So keep an eye on any receiving backs playing since Seattle this year because uh, they're going to eat. Uh, that's a good thing. So a couple of losers. I mean, the low-hanging fruit here, Cam Akers, we got to talk wow. about him. I, I love wow. him. I invested in him. Um, I made trades for him this offseason, and – I, I just have to keep telling myself that Sean McVay is a mini Bill Belichick. And he is. He is. Next week, Cam Akers is going to get 15 carries for 90 yards. No. He, yeah. he, like, I, he, I think, I, I, I think, go ahead. I, I really feel like, I feel like in maybe, you know, you know, we play in a good amount of leagues, right? There is going to be a redraft league that I'm going to find myself trying to buy low on him. I know there is. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bite the bullet because I believe in talent over opportunity in the same backfield and I think Akers is better. But damn that dude needs to learn how to pass block. Is he? The the pass block is the biggest concern. That's why he's out there. That's why he's out there. You can't have an in I said quarterback. You that I'm interrupt where, you. Sorry, back injury concern, and you're yeah, not ass blocking. That, that one tweet that I sent you, where he was standing as the blitzer is coming up the middle, and then he just he looks at the blitzer, then he runs to the left side of the field. I'm like, huh, this is why you don't have a job, or this is why you don't get snaps, is because you can't do a simple block. And then I think, I think that was the a Jordan Phillips uh, sack, and Jordan Phillips just ate. Stabbered up. Yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> my goodness, was that scary? So uh, that's that's I, I, again. It's it's the ultimate buy low opportunity because he's at his lowest. Um, can't, he's not going to get much lower than this next week. He's going to be a drop candidate if he doesn't do anything. Not a drop candidate. He will be dropped if he's not dropped already from people being scared who tried who couldn't trade him. He will be dropped next week if he does do do this poor again. And so, I will be picking him up. <laughs> you well, yeah. I'm somebody will, but that's somebody. People will be picking him up. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I people will. will will certainly drop him. I apologize. Um, but they are playing against Atlanta this week, so it's a good bounce back. Uh, let's just let's just hope he can do it. Um, Kyler Murray, big loser for me. Um, got his got his bag. That game was that game was horrible. In a game where Mahomes gets five touchdowns, Kyler comes out and gets one. Uh, it was to Hollywood, so. I was happy about that. I'm excited for what Hollywood can bring to the table, but James Conner stunk. Ertz stunk. Uh, it was just tough. Um, everybody kind of was was rough all around for Arizona. So that whole that uh, whole team looks rough. The whole yeah. team does. The, it's I, I caught some of the game on red zone, and I'm like, what is going on? Why they weren't moving the ball? Kyler Murray was overthrowing players. It just it was it was got awful, and I I don't think their coach makes it. To, to week eight, if this continues. Yeah, they might be out of the playoffs. This is uh, it's definitely not the same first half uh, Cardinals team we saw last year when I think they were like seven and one 
coming out hard. Uh, Devontae Smith. Oh, that one. This one hurts. I love it. It, it, it hurts, but it's tough. It's a it's a tough hurt because I love Devontae Smith last season. Loved him in the off season, but AJ Brown got traded there, and my heart was torn. And now I've been just on AJ Brown. So I thought I'm still hoping that they can become an offense that's going to support two wide receivers. He needs to get more targets, but also at the same point, that offensive line was horrible. Yeah, it was was horrible. Yes. Like he made so many plays and for the most part, AJ Brown is one of the best, you know, man to man wide receivers in the NFL. And at any point, if a play is getting broken, he's going to be one of the first wide receivers to get himself open. And that's what happens. Hurts didn't even have two and a half seconds uh, on most plays. So uh, he was already out of the pocket scrambling very often. You saw Miles Sanders get some action. You saw Miles Sanders run well. I am so glad for that. Um, I really hope, excuse me, I really hope that that's going to continue for him. Uh, because he was very efficient, 13 carries, just over 90 yards, got himself a tutty. Uh, first touchdown in a minute, a minute. So uh, I'm very glad that he was able to do that. Hope they gain some confidence for Sirianni to keep moving him. Or give him did the you ball, see uh, the ball? Sorry. Jalen Hurts' um, MVP odds were cut in half this past week. Wow. Cut they must half. have. They, yeah. Must have seen it, how great he was, man. Um, must have yeah. seen it, how great he was. So uh, I'm very excited for what the Eagles are going to bring to the table. Uh, why don't you talk about our last loser here, y- your boy. Uh, this hey, guy, Allen Robinson. Two targets, one catch. The second target was the last offensive play for the Rams. That's I was shocked. I mean – I was shocked. I just I don't even have any words for it because it watching that game. I'm a Bills fan, so I really didn't. I really don't care when the Bills are. Out. I don't. I don't. Fantasy is second. Bills football first. Fantasy second. Um, I'll never cheer for you know someone to someone to torch the Bills because of fa- fantasy um, of related um, players, but. I honestly thought he was going to be more involved in the offense than Cooper, than Cooper Cup. I thought the Bills were going to shut Cooper Cup down, and it was vice versa. They shut Allen Robinson down. But then looking at the all all twenty two the, the other day, they really didn't. They just left them open because the Rams were not looking at him at all the whole game. Uh, Tower Higby got, I think, fourteen targets. The Rams, yeah, right, or someone specific. What's that? Well, I'm the you know not the Rams specific Matthew Stafford. Oh, Ma- oh, Matthew Just Stafford. Just hated yeah, Allen yeah. Robinson. He, yeah, for some. But then the on the bright side, I I keep telling myself Robert Woods had a few bad weeks last to start the season last week, and then he finally blew up before his injury. Um, so I I think they'll get him involved, especially if they're playing. Atlanta this week. I think I think Akers and Robinson are good bounce back candidates this week. Um, and for daily fantasy, I think that you should consider them throwing them in a lineup just just because they'll be cheap because of what they did last week. Yeah, that's not a bad call. 
And then, uh, I mean, and, all. And, uh, all right, so let's, you know, weak boys. But Amari Cooper, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't touch on him, did we? That's true. So, uh, I, I mean, you're right. I'm not, I, besides Kareem Hunt and Chubb, that whole, that whole offense is, is pretty bad. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what to think. Um, they're, Amari, poor Amari Cooper just can't catch a break. And when it comes, when it comes to having you know, quarterbacks throw him the ball in, they're just avoiding him and just throw it up to him. Let him, let him try to make a play once or twice a game. Look, look what happened in a Denver game when Russell Wilson threw it to Judd, Judy, Judy, Judd, Judy. Um, he went up, caught the ball, ran it for what, 30, 30, 40 yards for a touchdown. Let, just throw it up and let the wide receiver try to make a play. But yeah, it's, it's not a frustrating player this past week. All right, let's jump into your questions. What questions do you got for me? Uh, yeah, man. So let's get into some overreactions. Uh, that's what week one tends to bring is overreaction Monday. We're not on Monday, but we're on Hump Day, so we're gonna we're gonna call, we're gonna go over with some. So Alvin Kamara may be an afterthought in the New Orleans offense. Is that an overreaction? <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It is. It definitely is. I mean, are you sure? Uh, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure. I bet I better be a hundred percent sure because I have a lot of Alvin Kamara stock. Um, they'll they'll get him rolling. They will. Yeah, only twelve touches. It was really worrisome. Um, and you know, you but, saw James Winston they were, balling out. But they were behind. That's the thing. They were they were down by multiple scores. Well, right, but. My my worry, I guess, is that wouldn't he be getting the ball more in the passing game? Not like when, only four targets, seven yards not receiving. Them, not and, when they're throwing it 40 yards on the field. I guess that's my wonder. Like, Jameis loves to throw that ball down the field. And I hope that this isn't what it means. to. I mean, he's still on pace for over 50 catches, which most running backs, that's great. But Kamara gets 80-plus. And, you know, since Drew Brees, it's been. It's been. We'll call it. That's fair. How about this one then? Tony Pollard will overtake Zeke later this season, sometime. No. Jerry I don't Jones know a specific date, but he will overtake him. Jerry Jones loves Zeke. It's not going to happen unless Jerry Jones has a shrug tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope he does not. But he only yeah, had we... two more snaps than Tony Pollard. Snaps. Yeah. Yeah, but who touched the ball more? Not touch, not touches. Who touched well, the ball more? Yes, Zeke did, but and I, you know, you're right. right. I, I do think it's it's an overreaction a little bit, but I was a little worried that Dallas couldn't do anything. I mean, neither team really could do anything. It was I, we talked about that earlier, but uh, Pollard's longest run was nine yards in his six touches, and you know, you had Zeke's whose longest yard. It was seven on his twelve touches, and there's no explosiveness. That's always been a problem with Zeke. Yeah, he kind of looked I, faster. That's my only concern. He looked faster this past week. I mean, he was efficient, but without Dak now, um, I meant to go look at the game logs without Dak last year. I, I don't remember it being too pretty, but man, I was a little bit concerned for Zeke. I didn't really get any shares of him, and, and I'm glad, but. 
um, he's definitely going to be a concern, and hopefully Pollard will figure that part out. Uh, all right, so uh, Rex Burkhead is Houston's starter. He had 70% of the snaps compared to the, the highly touted Damian Pierce people had spent fourth or fifth round picks on. That was a joke. That was a joke. Huge joke. That was such a letdown. I, I, I'm like looking at the – I was refreshing my, my apps. Like, why is, Dave, why, is this, why is David Pierce not getting fancy points? Where <laughs> I kept refreshing. I'm like – and I look, Burke had it 70% of the snaps. I'm like, what the heck? All this hype for nothing. But, no, I – I think it was more game script. I think you. I think you mentioned it in our chat. I think it's more game game script. Um, it just how, you know, I don't know. The cards went. I th- I think truly. It... Sorry, let me interrupt you. I just I I just think rookie rookie players struggle in their first first couple games and. People for people are forgetting that Danny Pierce is still a rookie, even though he's probably the most talented running back on their team. Um, so, give it a week or two. Don't panic. Well, speaking of panic, that's exactly what I think Lovey Smith did, uh, the head coach for the Texans. I think the Texans did a lot better than everybody obviously thought they would. They were one of the biggest uh, underdogs this week, and they won. Hanging a 17 point lead against their division opponent, who's projected to win the division pretty clearly. So I wonder if he panicked and he went with the veteran, kind of like you said, can't trust rookies, and just kept handing it off to Rex and handing it off to Rex. And you know, in that time frame when you are leading the game, that's when you should have given it to Pierce in your rookie and let you know see what he can do because he was looking good. Um, but you know, Lovey Smith said after the game, he admitted he didn't mean to not give the ball to Pierce and he wanted to give them the ball a lot more. So he said that was the game plan pregame. It kind of changed during the game, but our focus next week is going to be getting the ball more. I felt good about that. So, and that's and that's why you don't spend money on Rex Bur- Burkhead instead. <clears throat> I saw, yeah, I saw forty bomb um, on him today. I'm on. Oh my goodness! What was that? A twenty percent of Fab would have been two hundred dollar budget. Forty percent. Oh, it was a hundred dollar budget. Yeah, some yeah. people, uh, 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 you, you crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you, obviously. Um, Damian Pierce is still the man. Buy low if you can, if people are worried. Uh, Aaron Jones is the 1B in Green Bay, and A.J. Dillon is the running back to own. Is that an overreaction? No. No. Aaron, Dillon is the guy. I, he's, he's the guy. He really, he really is. I, like I said, I think, I think they're going to move uh, Jones to the slot. Um, I think he's going to be more efficient there, and I think that Rogers going to need. Yeah, so it seems like we are having some more technical difficulties, um, but I would agree with you, Keenan, that you know Aaron Jones is. I agree with you wholeheartedly that as far as reactions, um, that's not an overreaction at all. So I think that uh, AJ Dillon is going to be the player that we're going to want. I want him. He had five catches. AJ Dillon only, or Aaron Jones only had three catches. It was just so worrisome. And, you know, AJ Dillon, 15 touches. They relied on him the most. That offense looked a little bit rough, but I think Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay will figure it out. So I agree. Aaron Jones should be worried. Um, 
I don't know if you can trade him right now. I think you have to give another week and hope maybe he gets a touchdown or two uh, and then try to sell high. Um, what is going on with this, Keenan. with this app? Yeah, I think StreamYard is uh, giving us a lot of issues. This actually, I've been hearing that, unfortunately, this whole week. Uh, that StreamYard's had some issues. So, again, I really apologize for that with everybody. Um, but the Arizona Cardinals, I don't apologize no. for them. They're going to be last in their division. Is that is that no reaction? Yes, because the Seahawks had Geno Smith as their quarterback. Zero points in the second half. Geno is leading the league. Thirty yards in the second half. Thirty yards in the second half. No, it's over overreaction. They'll be last. The only reason they won this past game is because Russell Wilson was on the other side of the game, and Nathaniel Hackett's an idiot. Yeah, I, I don't. I, everyone's beating the dead horse on on Hackett, so I didn't want to try and go too far with that because no, I know we all agree with everybody around. else. Uh, and just and for not giving the ball to Javante more, like the whole third quarter, he didn't even touch the ball. What are you doing? The guy averaged over ten yards a touch in the first half. But more to come with Javante. He's going to be fantastic. They gave it to Melvin Gordon at the goal line on the first fumble three times. And then and then they came back with yeah, Javante the time. next this the second time they came back with Javante and then he fumbled. But like that right there that tells me like what the hell? <laughs> Javante should have got both they were opportunities. Both flukes. Yeah, they were both flukes. Javante should have. Um but Melvin was stretching, bad stretch. Javante got hit by his center because he got bull rushed. Yeah. But I think they said it was the first time since 1987 that there was two fumbles lost at the one by the same team in the same game. So, like, before we were even born. Oh, man. I guess – and because Javante lost two points. That fumble cost me the win. I lost the game by two points. That, um, that fumble – I didn't even think about that until right now, actually. Yeah, wow, they're lucky that fumble against uh, in our in our in our main league. They're lucky that fumble didn't go back for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't that yeah. a fact? Yeah, I'm here still. Sorry, buddy. All right, let's, yeah, let's wrap this. Let's wrap this show up because we're having some issues here, Antonio. Um, yeah, I agree. Why don't we get right into our impresses and stresses? Uh, Sure. And then that's going to probably, yeah, we'll have to wrap this up a little bit early this week. Um, we've gotten as much as we can get in right now uh, with hopefully having everybody be able to hear us. Um, yeah, again, we had a great week last week, Keenan. So hopefully we can keep that momentum going. Uh, I'll start my first impress. Fun. It's going to be Michael Pittman Jr. We saw an emergence uh, last week. And it was a big emergence that people were expecting, but he did fantastic. And uh, I think it's going to carry over into this week. He had over 100 yards. Uh, he came, he was fifth in wide receivers, uh, had 13 targets, uh, got himself that touchdown. So we talked about Matt Ryan hyper targeting his wide receiver one all the time. That's going to happen. Uh, you got Pittman on, t- on pace for over 200 targets. It's not going to happen, but. It's nice to see. So he gets to face Jacksonville, uh, another inner rival matchup, uh, inner division matchup like they just faced Houston. I think they're pissed, Keenan. 
I think the Colts are very unhappy that they just put that show up against the Texans, and they're going to take it out on Jacksonville. Pittman's going to be going to burn them. I, I got a bone to pick with that team. They cut they cut that poor kicker for no yeah. reason. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, a lot of Indy fans uh, apparently saying Rodrigo Blankenship isn't clutch and he stinks, but, like, you're down 20 I don't know. I, I, you were down. Yeah, he was three. two for Show three. Up. He missed the last one. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what was it? Matt Ryan had fifty attempts. Pittman had over hundred yards. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had like one hundred seventy total yards. But like, let's blame the kicker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm starting to. I'm a big friend. I was a great, great fan. I wanted the Bills to hire him as, as a coach a few years back. I'm starting to think he's not a good coach. You know, I definitely want to see more. It's the first week. We talked about Matt Ryan's leap year. I'm hoping this isn't the one because he's had so many first-year uh, coordinators. Um, but I, I do think they're going to get it figured out. I'm telling you, this week's going to be a great bounce back in Jacksonville. Dude, Jacksonville just made Carson Wentz look like a pro bowler. The guy had one of his best career games with four touchdowns on only 13 completions, Keenan. On 13, 13 only? Get out of here, really? To wide receivers, sorry. So, like, oh. two wide receivers. He only had 13 completions on and had four touchdowns. So, I think uh, I think that uh, they're going to feast. Yeah, I think that uh, Matt Ryan and uh, Michael Pittman are going to feast this week. There's a chance he might start out with another 100-yard game and over two touchdowns. Um, so, I look yeah. forward to Michael Pittman Jr. this week. All right. Well, my, my my first surprise is AJ Dillon. Um, I'm all I'm all. Uh, you can do. I'm all. Yeah. So AJ Dillon is my first um, uh, impress. Um, speaking of being pissed off, I think the Green Bay Packers are going to be pissed off, and and who to take and who's in their way? Not only uh, not only Justin Fields, but the entire Bears team. Um, and and excuse me. Rodgers loves to um, destroy the Bears, and he, he did that whole thing. Uh, I own the city or whatever. But uh, back to A.J. Dillon, he, um, he led the Packers in carries, targets, rushing yards, um, receiving yards, uh, fantasy points. He also had 34% of the touch share. Um, so I I can't I, – I'm going to keep riding the A.J. Dillon bandwagon until until – Something else changes, and also until before he got hurt, Elijah Mitchell he was he had a sixteen point eight yards per carry before he got injured this past week against the Bears, and I think that's the only reason the Bears won was because was because of his injury. And if he would have stayed, if he would have stayed in that game the whole game, he uh, they probably end up winning that game. But I'll do my second stress, and we'll jump back to you, Antonio. Uh, my second or my second impression, Antonio Gibson. Wow. What what a showing he had this past week. Um, he was a starter this past week with 20 fantasy points. About a week ago before um, that unfortunate situation that happened with uh, Robinson, a- Antonio Gibson was an afterthought, and everyone, you know, was dropping him. Everyone was mad that he was, didn't, you know, win the job because of the, uh, their stocks and Antonio Gibson. But, wow, he torched the Jags. Um, he had a great – he had a great week, and um, – and he plays the Lions this week, and guess what? Their defense has also allowed the eighth most points to backs in the last eight games. 
going back to last year. So, so get on that, get on that Antonio Gibson bandwagon until uh, Robinson's healthy again. Man, I hope you're right, but I'm gonna say respectively. Yeah, you know I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna get there. Um, all right, somebody I didn't think I would be considering as my impress this week, and it's Deontay Johnson. I was leery of him uh, for the exact reasons of what he did last week: twelve targets, seven catches, fifty-five yards. Nothing too crazy, right? But what I loved was that twelve targets on thirty-eight attempts from Trubisky, so just over thirty-one percent a target share. I'm excited for that. And, you know, I'm not excited that his wide receiver or his, you know, the running back decided that, uh, well, not decided, but unfortunately had gotten injured and hopefully isn't too serious. Um, But that's what they're saying. He should be a full go this week. But I don't believe it. I don't buy it at all. Uh, I think that uh, they're they're playing against Patriots this week at home in their opener. They're going to try and play Najee, that's for sure. But I think Trubisky is going to want to throw the ball. They're going to want to score. They're going to want to dominate. It's the Patriots. Everybody wants to try and stop them. So I think this week, good opportunity for Deontay Johnson to get that touchdown. I think double-digit targets are in order again. Uh, and I think that, you know, he didn't get any in the red zone, but they, they only had three attempts in the red zone uh, last yeah. week. So I think that's going to change for him because we just saw Tua put up 270 yards against the Patriots. So – uh, Trubisky could certainly put up that amount of numbers, which would leave Deontay with a pretty good game. So I'm going with Deontay Johnson as my second impress. Atta boy. And would you like me to start oh. with my stress? Or you? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, my first stress, we, we spoke about him earlier. It's Zeke. Uh, he's playing against Cincinnati this week at home. I am I am certainly worried uh, for him. I think there's an opportunity uh, that he might get another single-digit touch week, if not, you know, 10 or 11 or 12. But he has to be efficient or he has to get a touchdown even to be, you know, considered start-worthy. And that's that's going to be tough to come by. Uh, this Cincinnati defense just bottled up um, – bottled up Najee Harris. We just talked about that uh, last segment with Deontay Johnson. Uh, Najee Harris only had 23 rushing yards. Uh, he did not – do well at all i kind of foresaw it coming because you know they had a good run defense coming into last season and it's going to continue especially after seeing what they did again tampa bay even though tampa bay is great cincinnati is still good and i think that they're going to stack the box especially with cooper rush so i'm going to say that uh, zeke's a big stress for me uh i don't let me just double check who i would like better than zeke this week um, I love Miles Sanders better than him. I actually think I might play Jamal Williams over Zeke. Uh, Daryl Henderson, that's for sure, even though I think Cam Akers might bounce back. Um, and I'm a fan of – oh, sorry. My rankings popped down. Uh, Chase Edmonds. I think Chase Edmonds is going to be better than Zeke this week. Um, I love what he did in the packing, passing game. So Zeke, Zeke worries me, Keenan. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you're right. Go ahead. Do your second one now. Uh, yes, sir. All right. I will get uh, James Conner sticking with the running backs this week. Uh, two wide receivers are my impressed. Two running backs are my stress. Uh, James Conner, another inefficient running back. We talked about Arizona scaring the crap out of me. Uh, the offense just didn't look good. Uh, he had 26 yards on 10 attempts. Didn't get a lot of work in the passing game. He got his touchdown, but that's really what you rely on with James Conner is touchdowns. And 
to be honest, I'm not looking for a running back getting me 30, 40 yards and a touchdown. So I have a lot more faith in James Conner than I do in Zeke Elliott. Uh, they are playing at the Raiders, or I forgot to mention that, sorry. But the Raiders, they look great. Uh, the defensive line looked awesome against the Chargers. They held Austin Eckler to 72 total yards, 36 of it was on the ground. So I think that uh, you know if Austin Eckler wasn't able to do that well, uh, and even being efficient, as efficient as he can be, James Conner's probably not going to be the one to do it either. Uh, and, you know, he's a lower-end RB2 for me, so he still is going to be start-worthy. Um, but temper expectations. Yeah, definitely. Um, so my next – my stress is um, we'll start with the GOAT, uh, Tom Brady. Um, and it has nothing to do with Tom Brady. It has everything to do with – um, the injury report. I don't know if you saw it, Antonio, with the laundry list, but Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, and um, Pyramid are all on the injury report. Um, Godwin's probably out. Um, Gage likely out. Um, Evans dealing with a calf injury. If he doesn't play, you're, you're going to have Julio Jones and Pyramid being your your top two um, wide receivers there in in uh, Tampa. And not to mention that the Saints love playing Brady and the uh, Bucks. They had they went two and zero against them last year, and they they shut they shut Brady down for some reason. Um, my second stress is Cam Akers versus um, versus Atlanta. Um, did I say Tom Brady was playing the Saints, or did I say Atlanta? Uh, you might have well, said the Brady. Saints, but I think you said Atlanta. Yeah, well, they are, they are, they are playing. No, they are playing the Saints. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Rams. No, sorry, you're right. The Rams are playing um, Atlanta. I'm just making sure I didn't mix those two up. But um, until Acres, uh, until McVeigh puts more trust into Acres, he's going to be a, a stress candidate. Um, until we get more than three carries or three touches, he's going to be a stress ca- candidate. Um, I know he's playing Atlanta, a shaky defense, but like I said, you need you need um, opportunity in fantasy and you need the ball on fantasy to get points. And right now can make your decision getting the ball. So, so let's round it up here. Um, my two stresses were Brady and, and Cam Akers. Uh, Antonio's were, um, where the heck are they? Uh, Zeke Elliott and James Conner. I have and, Zeke. Yeah. yeah. And then my impresses were, uh, were AJ Dillon and Antonio Gibson and Antonio's was Deontay Johnson and Michael Pittman Jr. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I think those are all going to smack again. We're going to have ourselves another great week. Uh, again, sorry for a lot of the technical difficulties going on this week. Um, we're not going to let that happen again. So with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap up the episode and I think we got a lot of information in here for it. Uh, I'm excited for week two. We're going to make sure we're getting some more content posted on Twitter throughout the week. Uh, Very excited for tomorrow's Thursday night football game between the Chargers and the Chiefs. So uh, make sure you're hitting us up on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, You can find me at Antonio Denisi FF and Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. Uh, Again, check us out on YouTube. Um, you could see our faces and maybe try to hear us a little bit better, even if we're running into some issues, but, uh, make sure to like subscribe, uh, hit that bell. So you can find out every time we are on and, uh, that's what we got right now. Keen, is there anything you got to close us out? Yeah. I just want to do, um, 
a quick shout out to my wife's friend, um, Dina. She joined her first uh, fantasy football league with a bunch of her girlfriends and I'm a co-manager with her. And, uh, yeah, big shout out to, I'm a co-manager of 50 first downs with Dina and, uh, I joined the league buff, buff chicks and, uh, questions were pouring in from, from one of her friends, uh, today. She, <laughs> she was wondering why I dropped a kicker who got 19 points. She was also wondering why I dropped Cole Clement. If she said, if George Kittle gets hurt, what are you going to do, Keenan? I was like, well, I'll just pick up someone else. Um, she also was wondering, oh, she also had no idea about the IR. She's like, how did he do that? I'm like, if a player's out, you just hit the player and the IR spot will open. But it's great to see, it's great to see that there's, uh, people that are, you know, starting to, um, Always join, yeah, join the community and, um, and have some fun. I mean, I mean, it's awesome that this is an all girls league, um, all women's league. Um, it's awesome to see that, you know, they're interested as well. So, yeah. Um, so, but me and Dina have some work to do. She finished in uh, last place this past week with 84 points only. So, um, but last thing, and I'll leave, I'll leave she, it here. You mean we. What? Oh, no. Aren't you I, a coach? I didn't take over. I didn't take over till yesterday. Oh, so I, did, I understand. I, I, did, I, did, I, I did the waivers. And then, you know who was a free agent? Miles Sanders. And that's what, and that's who I dropped. I dropped Cole Komet for Miles Sanders. That's disrespectful. Those yeah. women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that that but, is very cool. That's very cool. Where's your uh, wife? Where, where where's your team? Uh, she yeah, right. Aaron ain't gonna do this. Let's let's <laughs> simmer down there. Maybe 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 when the kids are uh, out of the house, she'll get she'll get into it as a new hobby. 18 years from now, there you go. but no, I just want to there give a quick go. shout out to Dina and her friends. It's really cool that they're, uh, you know, doing something like this. And they actually did a live draft. It did a live draft. I, I want to hear more of this. It's amazing. Maybe yeah. we'll try to get Dina on here someday. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Dina and the buff chicks. All right, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Dina. Awesome. Ladies. Thanks, Keenan, for bringing that up. All right, man. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, my, uh, besides the minor difficulties, probably major difficulties aside. But uh, with all that being said, guys, good luck this week, guys and gals. And uh, Mafia out. <laughs>